It's showtime. Hey, what up? It's old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. How are you? I hope all is well. So, first and foremost, uh, this episode is dedicated to the GOAT, the greatest of all time, at least in old Kenny's book, and that is uh, the late Norm MacDonald, uh, one of my favorite comedians of all time. And over the years, I've definitely listened to what other people comedians have to say about norm mcdonald and it seems like for the most part unless they're a douchebag who nobody likes themselves uh everybody loved norm mcdonald so uh the huge loss i found out i first found out from my uh buddy tied a guy who sent me a message uh uh being like r.i.p norm and at first i was just like oh no not normie i mean i guess it kind of paints a picture of how much I love Norm Macdonald because uh, when he said R.I.P. Norm, automatically my mind went to Norm Macdonald, but I was hoping, I, I distinctly remember there was a moment where I was hoping he meant Norm Powell. Listen, Norm Powell, he's a, he seems like a nice guy. He's a excellent basketball player, but he doesn't play for the Raptors. And if given the choice, if the good Lord himself was like, all right, I'm going to sick the Grim Reaper on one of two Norms, Kenny. He's like, it's your call which Norm is a Norm Powell. But he's like, you better think twice about that. Norm Powell's like 27 years old. He's got a lot of Norm Powell that is sure his dunks are exhilarating and thrilling. But uh, he does that in Portland now, whereas the jokes and laughs that he provides are priceless, I'm timeless, and I hope he has another 20, 30 years of these things, because that would make the world a better place. So I guess what I'm saying is, get your affairs in order, and say your final goodbyes, Powell, because it's time. But unfortunately... And I guess fortunately for the Powell family, but it was not my decision to make. Uh, he got called back to the pearly gates. He got called home because the good Lord had bigger plans for him. Good Lord needed another angel, so he called my sweet baby Norm MacDonald home. It does work. It does make me feel better. Lying to myself like that. But it's definitely a case of gone way the hell too soon. I don't know why, but I just felt like Norm MacDonald would live forever. He seemed like one of these like rugged, uh, uh, you know, like uh, terraforming, homesteading type of Canadian guys who just are 90 forever. You know, they look 90 when they were like 40 years old and... You know, and he lives in that house that he built all those years ago, generation after generation, from granddaddy to daddy, to daddy to son. The stories get passed down that old MacDonald, that's a different MacDonald, old Norm MacDonald, 
has always lived in that home. And he's always kind of looked like that. Yes, son, he's an immortal. Yeah, just never crossed my mind. I think about my mortality all the time in the sense that I don't want to be alive anymore. Uh, but I always just assume Norm would keep doing his thing. You know, over the past few years, he's had a lot of interesting projects. He's had the, was it the Norm show on Netflix and the, the Norm McDonald Live uh, podcast. And he's had uh, all kinds of voiceover gigs because he has the absolute best voice for comedy. Um, Pigeon from the Mike Tyson mysteries is one of the greatest sidekick characters ever created. Yeah, and I just found out the other day that he was like the blob on... Well, that Seth MacFarlane show that nobody watches. And I think most people understand that that is the best voice for comedy. Like, better than Gilbert Gottfried, even. Gilbert Gottfried's pretty awesome. His voice is super unique. Uh, but it can be annoying depending on how he uses it, right? Uh, whereas Norm MacDonald, anyone who finds him annoying, uh, they're probably annoying. If anyone ever complains about Norm MacDonald, they're the type of person, you know the type. It's definitely somebody at work where you're just like, do I quit this job because of this guy or woman? You see, it's uh, 2021. I'm definitely not sexist. I understand that both men and women can be annoying pieces of shit, right? Everybody loves Norm. Probably not everybody. If you listen to the stories, it seems like Chris Kattan probably hates Norm. And even Andy Richter, I was very surprised where he was, uh, where he told a story uh, about being offended, really offended about one of the jokes that uh, he was the butt end of uh, from Norm MacDonald. And I was like, oh, this, this Andy Richter is not the Andy Richter that I thought he was. I thought he was, uh, you know, like a, comic genius type of guy and he lived the life of uh, a comedian just like everything's a joke to him because if you look at norm it really doesn't seem like anything ever bothered him like the one thing you'll hear about him is uh you know most comedians you know they don't care but norm is like the exception to that he is beyond any of those people in not giving a rat's ass he'll say whatever do whatever and whatever you have to say uh, back to him, he takes it like a joke. Realistically, whatever you say to him, he's going to find a way to take it and smack you upside the head with it. He's going to make you look like a damn fool. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, I didn't know Andy Richter was soft. I figured he was better than me. Like, I'm super soft. You say anything to me, even if it's not offensive, I'll be like, I'll be right back. I got something in my eye. Like, to the point where the punchline should be, what, his mascara? Yes, I'm insinuating women are sensitive and such. And uh, I'm sure there's plenty of uh, quote-unquote feminists in this world who would take uh, great displeasure and uh, object to that joke. Uh, and they'll argue that women aren't sensitive and emotional and such. Because, uh, you know, they aren't, them as an individual as not. And I'm like, you know what? I do agree with you. But uh, if they're not, they're probably real butch 
And instead of being a, a dainty lady, they're probably a big old broad. And, uh, oh, did I step on your toes there? Did, uh, did I get a little wood on the ball there, you cow? It's great that you're built like an ox and you don't get offended by stuff. In fact, you're an offensive person yourself, really. But uh, that's great, you know? Uh, to me, that's a trade-off that's not worth it because uh, uh, if the the price for not being sensitive anymore is to be also unattractive, that's a price too high to pay. But it seems like you paid that one in spades, lady. Sir whatever the hell you want to be called. Don't hurt me. I'm soft. But back to Norm MacDonald. Gone too soon. And moments after that, I found out that he had passed. Um, it wasn't a realization because I, re- I had this very realization when uh, my, my grandma passed. Because uh, I was like, oh, wait. So that's it, eh? That's the end. It's not like... You know, I, I didn't used to see my grand grandparents a whole lot, but, you know, I'd, I'd see them, like, once a year for their birthdays and such. I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll see them again next next year at their birthday, have a conversation. You know, further build uh, the rep- repertoire, the, the memories, uh, build out a mental scrapbook, if you will, of uh, memories with my grandparents. Um, and that can go towards, uh, you know, you can, it's applicable to anybody. Um, you know, although that seems uh, uh, sentimental, so not so much your enemies. Uh, those people, we just call those bad memories, you know. Uh, but you know, when when it's uh, grandmama and grandpapa, it's a, it's a nice scrapbook of memories. And Norm, certainly, I have a, a scrapbook of memories all through videos. I I don't know him personally. I I, I hope I'm not coming across as. Oh yeah, Kenny was is a big deal. He's a a real name and player in the industry. Yeah, he knows Norm. There are buddies. I definitely don't know Norm. Definitely not a player in the industry. Definitely not a name in the industry. I'm not even a name in my family. You know how often my mom calls me by the wrong brother's name? Unless she just settles for, hey, fat one. I'm like, well, I guess that's me. Yes. But as I was saying, now that scrapbook ends. There's no more norm to be had. There's no more new projects. I'm sure he's got some stuff that's like in post-production and stuff. Uh, so it's not 100% true what I'm saying. But you know what I mean. There'll be no more lives. There'll be no more uh, interviews with him. Once the stuff that he's already filmed comes out, that's it. That's the end of the line. There's no more to come from him. And it's really sad because uh, I've had this thought about telling Steve Dave, actually. I'm like, well, because they're all older than me. All of them are older than me by at least 10 years, if not like 20 years. So... Assuming I never go down the road of actually getting the rope and figuring out how to tie the noose, if I live, because with my luck, I will live till 90. You know, people who have a real thirst for life, uh, they're gone by the time they're like 40. But people like me is like, kill me, kill me, meteor hit me, lightning strike me 55 times in a row so I die. And uh, it never happens, right? I'm just going to like have a clean bill of health. 
like I'll just like be real homely like I won't be like jacked and stuff I'll be like a a, a chubby boy and uh, not good looking and just like live till 90 but like be poor the whole time so it's like a shitty uh 90 the quality of life's real poor and because i'm homely and chubby uh i never uh uh have a a, a nice baby girl you know uh there there are no Lindsay fonsecas for me is what i'm trying to get at and uh if there is uh she's got to be psychotic right you gotta play your cards real careful with that one if a Lindsay fonseca is into uh old homely old kenny there's definitely something wrong with her she probably worships satan at some point you know to get her her fantasy to come true the price was now you have to marry old kenny the devil's favorite toy Actually, I have something to say about that, but I want to continue on with my story of, uh, like, the Tell Him Steve Dave guys. Even if they do this thing into their grave, let's say they live till 90, I would still be 70. And if I'm living till 90, I also have 20 years of no new Tell Him Steve Dave. And I'll just, at that point, I don't know what I'd do with myself because I listen to that show all the time. I don't really listen to all that many podcasts. It's basically just tell him Steve Dave at this point, but I'll listen to like old episodes all day long. When I'm not at work, which for the past year and a half or whatever has been every single day, I'll just listen to that because uh, I don't listen to music. I don't know any new music. And I'll be damned if I listen to radio. Why do those pieces of shit get a job in radio and old Kenny has to sit here wallowing in his misery and rotting away doing a podcast in his mama's bin no wait in his daddy's basement watching as the world passes him by like here if they pass away and like they keep the library up like their heirs will uh keep the library going and you know keep raking in the no wait there's nothing to rake in because i'm pretty sure you don't get royalties in any way shape or form Unless they, they, it's like on Stitcher Premium or something. But I'm assuming if they're dead, Stitcher Premium will be like, all right, let's get this show off uh, off the air and put on one of these, well, any one of these million other shows. And I do mean million other shows. At that point, I'll be too old to look for something new. I'll probably be like doddering and see, I'll be alive till 90, but as I said, it won't be a quality 90. Like my mind will be gone. I'll be like so senile. I wouldn't even know how to look up a new show. And even if I did at 70, you think I'm going to be able to relate to like a 30 year old? I probably could in a new world. I probably could because whether it's 30 or 70, like everyone's just disconnected. Nobody's like going out and doing stuff with people. Well, other than like, douchey white people who think this thing's a hoax and uh don't wear masks and won't get their vaccines and such yeah other than those people most people are like disconnected everybody's just playing video games at home and and their only interaction even with people that they actually know uh are just text messages and i i hope i really hope by the time i'm 70 they've you know in um I didn't enjoy the movie, the Blade Runner 20, whatever, the like the new one. 
but the one thing that I thought was cool in that was how they had like the hologram girlfriend. Yes, I am sad. I'm hoping that there comes a day when I can have uh, a hologram Lizzie Olsen or a hologram Kristen Crook or any number of, um, you know, super babes, wh- whichever you want. You know, just uh, someone has to, like, uh, NBA 2K modding. Someone just has to come up with a cyber face and uh, bada boom, bada bing. You're, you're good. You got uh, whichever girl you'd like. Uh, and she love you long time, and um, with my luck, mine will be glitched, and she'll still cheat on me. My hologram, Kristen Crook, would be like, "Well, the mailman came by earlier, and he—I noticed that he was white, and that's just right." Get out of here, old laundromat! I'm like, this is my apartment, bitch. If I was techno savvy, I'd put you out of your misery. But since I'm not, here's the house key. The faucet's a little leaky, so just uh, if you if you turn it to a certain degree, it, it, it's cool. But if you go past it, yeah, the water will spray on you a bit here and there. Um, so long, virtual Kristen. It was nice while it lasted. But I wouldn't blame her because uh, I would definitely, like pay for the mod like let's say Kristen Crook one day uh, you know when when her, her even though she's half Asian it doesn't hold up well enough against the rapid aging of the other half the white half uh, and she's shit out of luck she's out of a gig and uh, this somebody approaches her about being a holographic girlfriend and she's like yeah, I guess why not I'll do some voiceover stuff you know you can mocap me and stuff uh but she's also like, you know, 50, 60 years old by this point. I'm definitely going on the illegal market and getting the mod of her when she's young, right? I, even though I'll be 70, I'm still not going to be like, yeah, a 50, 60-year-old Kristen Crook is what what life's about. Let's do this. No, I'm going to be like, a, a, I guess, a, a skeezer or whatever and be like, yeah, I'll want to go for the young version. We don't have to do anything physical. I don't know that you can even do anything physical with a hologram. She'd be there for company and to tell me that I'm, you know, funny and uh, handsome and, uh, you know, not a huge loser, even though, like, we're doing this in like in an apartment about the size of a closet so she'd be right to leave me she'd be she'd be crazy to be cool with me having like old balls and like liver spots and stuff you know like it, that's what corrupts the programming because she has to be like oh your 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 liver spots are so 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 attractive like oh my god what's happening right now you are so <laughs> handsome, oh, old, old, Kenny, Kenneth. At 70, you should not be called Kenny. That's too young of a name. Old, very old, Kenneth. Look at your sagging balls. But Norm MacDonald, back to Norm MacDonald, the man of the hour, is going to be weird. 
Because if you uh, if you like the Kenny Ho show, you actually have to thank Norm Macdonald uh, to, to an extent. Because usually, when I'm not feeling up to performing, if I'm not feeling, you know, funny that day, some people will argue. Well, you're 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 never funny any day, but you know those people can bite me. Um, but whenever I'm not feeling up to it, but I only have a certain window to record, I'll turn on a I'll turn on. He's not the only one, but like eight times out of ten, I'll turn on a Norm video and laugh and be, and be inspired to go and do my own thing. So, of course, this is a big loss, you know, mostly to his family uh, and his friends and his peers and colleagues and stuff. Uh, but even on, on a lower level, it affects old Kenny in a big bad way because this, this was my dude. This was my go-to to be inspired. I'm sure, you know, many people will say he's not the greatest comedian of all time. But to me, he's up there. Now, I don't know who I put number one exactly, but certainly on my Mount Rushmore of, uh, of comedians. Is it four or five people? Whatever, let's say it's four for now. Uh, because I don't know my American geography. Uh, up there on my Mount Rushmore... In no particular order is Don Rickles, Rodney Dangerfield, Norm MacDonald, and at least a young Dave Chappelle. I didn't. I thought his stuff on Netflix was good, but like, it's hardly iconic. Like the the Sunny Delight grape drink bit, you know, from when he was young. And did you notice how on my Mount Rushmore? Three of the four guys are dead, and the fourth guy's not quite what he used to be. It's tough. It's tough living in this world, especially as I'm starting to get older. As I said, like I looked in the mirror a while back, and I'm like, "Oh my god, there's a like a huge crease in my forehead." There, there was a wrinkle. I, I remember bringing it up. There was a wrinkle a few weeks ago. It's kind of a crease now. I'm falling apart rapidly, is what I'm saying. I also got a new job, which uh, it seems like it, it should be okay, but um, it's still a job. I, it's still not me sitting at home and collecting my alimony from my sugar daddy, Justin Trudeau. So even if it's the best job ever, it's still a job, and there's no way it beats being at home playing video games while making two grand a month, right? So life is getting... Less and less fun. And the rope becomes more and more appealing. And I look around my home and see if there's a place that will support my body weight more and more. But no, seriously though, if you look at it, legends are dying left, right, and center. And I don't care what a 12-year-old girl would tell you, but they're idols that are coming up now they're not better than the ones that came before them. Like tools like Bieber, who the hell's he better than? He sure as hell not better than Elvis. Hell, that guy's not even better than Justin Timberlake, who also is not better than Elvis. And who's big with the kids? Who does this Cardi B, this former stripper turned rapper or whatever, who just makes weird noises? Is she better than Janet Jackson? I don't think so. 
So there's no conversation about her being better than Michael Jackson. She may not even be as good as LaToya Jackson. And this is especially true in comedy because in 2021, you can't say anything. So more and more, you're going to get these like politically correct, oh, I'm a comedian, check out my jokes. And for anyone who's not a douchebag hipster themselves, you'll sit there, listen to the bit and be like, why is everybody laughing? There were no jokes there whatsoever. Jim Jeffries might be the only guy left when it's all said and done. Because even Jesselneck, he can't do his thing because it's too hot button for the 2021 audience. What kind of world and what life are people leading if there's no comedy and no good music left? No wonder everybody's doing drugs and drinking excessively. There's nothing to look forward to in life. You know, especially if you're a a bottom-rung guy like me, you got to work like three jobs because, oh, I got a new job, but it's not the only job I have. I have to also go back to my other job in order to make ends meet. So, yep, once again, I'm going to be living like a Filipino. Well, a Filipino woman anyway, because it seems like uh, the guys in Philippines just like hang out there while their women come to North America and work eight jobs and send back all the money they make. So it's about to get interesting. You think I was depressed as an Asian man, quote-unquote man anyway? It's about to get real dire now that I'm going to live like a Filipino woman. But at least when Norm was around, every so often I would be pleasantly surprised when he did a new project and it would lift my spirits. I imagine this is how it was back in the day when, like, Rickles and Dangerfield would go on the Johnny Carson show, The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. You know, back when The Tonight Show was good. And not Jimmy Fallon's unfunny playground of nonsense, you know? Look at me, ain't I great? I just laugh at everything. Even though when I'm trying to do a skit, I just break out into laughter and ruin the whole thing. (laughs) Shut up, Fallon. You suck. But he, that's just it. That, he's the perfect example of exactly what I'm talking about. Like, all the legends are dead. And they're replaced by these dweebs who don't have the talent or don't have the charisma. Because I'll be fair, Bieber is talented. He's just a piece of shit. He's only a superstar because this generation doesn't have any taste. Oh my gosh, he looks and sounds like a girl. I'm sure he could make sweet, sweet love to me. It's like, I'm pretty sure this is that part lesbian in you talking, lady. Like, what you just said makes no goddamn sense. Yeah, the stars of yesteryear were, like, charming, charismatic, classy. Like, Rickles, he made a living. It was his bread and butter to break people's balls. Yeah, when he did it to you, you were honored. There's never gonna be another guy like that. Like, if some comedian tried to make his bread and butter about making fun of the audience, he would definitely never work again. This is a, I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm exempt from it because I am soft. I am sensitive. I would be butthurt over some like hack nobody comedian, like making fun of the way I looked or the way I talked or whatever. He'd never work another day. He would be canceled. And it'd probably be for the best because he probably sucks. I'm getting way off topic here. 
all I just wanted to say is there'll never be another Norm MacDonald uh, and his generation of like superstars, like really, really special talents. That's a thing of the past. When one dies, another doesn't rise up to replace him. Like, it was funny. I was watching... Not funny. It's actually sad. I was watching uh, the Norm MacDonald podcast again. I, hadn't, uh, I watch clips from it uh, every single day, but I haven't watched a full episode in a long time. And I finally uh, went back to it, watched episode one, watched the one with Super Dave Osborne. And I'm like, he's dead too. There's a bunch of guys that appeared on that show legends of the industry guys who made made it possible for the next guy to you know push the envelope further they're all dead and there's nobody to replace them there was a while there where like SNL was the place to to find the talent that would lead the industry because at one point you knew when those guys would leave the show they would carry the the comedy uh, industry forward and do an amazing job but if snl is the future of comedy like today's snl we're all screwed i'm funnier than at least half the people on that show and i'm a nobody i have to work like a filipina but i digress again i think i got a lot of rage in me i think i'm getting old where i'm like waving my fists at a cloud you know they don't make it like they're used to and that's just it There'll never be another norm. Um, it's, it's really, really sinking in right now how bad this thing is going to be. I'm only going to have you know what he's already done to look at. There's not going to be more stuff. I guess life truly is unfair. You have jabronis like Drake and like Beyonce releasing albums seemingly every other week but there will never be another Norm MacDonald comedy album what a bleak and grim world we live in but you know what Norm would never let this get to him he lived in a world full of imbeciles at least compared to him he's a comic genius amongst a bunch of pretenders yet he's still pushed through, pushed forward, and redefined an entire genre, seemingly just to entertain himself. And that's something you gotta love and respect. So, I'm good if there's no afterlife, but if I am straddled with an afterlife, first of all, it better have that... um, The holographic girlfriends uh, technology, but like because God's behind it, it better like not just be holographic. I better, first of all, I better not be like 70 and like bald with, uh, uh, you know, sagging nuts and such. I better return to young Kenny form uh, when I was in my early 20s. And I better have a bunch of Kristen Crook. Lindsay Fonseca and Elizabeth Olsen clones who all, for whatever reason, love me long time. I cannot finish two episodes on the on the love me long timeline. So I'm just going to say a bunch of things so it's not the case. R.I.P. Norm MacDonald. You truly, truly will be missed. 
Thank you for all your. I don't. Why? Why am I saying this? It, like he can't even hear it. But I'm gonna be one of these douchebags and say say these things like he's listening to what I have to say, even though it's on a podcast. That when he was alive, he sure as hell didn't even know existed. Now that you think he's up there with the good Lord who called him home, and he just like is like hanging out with Rickles hanging out with uh, Frank Sinatra, hanging out with whoever he wants to hang out with, he's going to take the time to listen to the old Kenny Ho show. I think not. But if I do go to heaven, I hope I get to meet Norm MacDonald. I hope I'm best friends with Norm MacDonald. Actually, be careful what you wish for. I've heard stories where it might not be a good idea. So I'll just leave it at that. Goodbye, Norm. I hope you're in a better place than this wretched earth. That's a wrap on episode 320. Toodles!